0: in a napkin podcast a weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket welcome to episode number 64 Jalen weeks the girls basketball coach at Beatrice high School in Beatrice Nebraska your're uh, next time you talk to your dad I, I've emailed him two or three times to come on the podcast Jalen so um, you know uh, if, if he could if you could give him a little plug and say it was a pretty it was a pretty harmless uh uh, process here, Dad, and, and it'd be good for you to come on. Feel free <laughs> to do so, okay?
1: That, that sounds good. He, he's a hard guy to get a hold of this time of year, for sure. Right. I, I'll do that. I'll work for
0: you. Alright, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, before we talk to Coach Weeks, again, we want to thank our sponsor for the podcast, Cossack Chiropractic, located at 14450 Eagle Run Drive here in Omaha. Uh, coaches, if you have an athlete who is struggling with balance, neck, or spinal issues, have them go see Cossack Chiropractic. You can check out their practice at CossackChiro.com. That's K-O-S-A-K-C-H-I-R-O dot Or to make an appointment, give them a call at 402-964-0300. Just be sure to let them know that a pen and a napkin sent you. Follow us on Twitter. Our handle is a pen and a napkin. Uh, we try to put out daily coaching tidbits on a pen and a napkin, so be sure to follow us there. If you're listening, obviously, you're on SoundCloud or iTunes, so download, rate, and review this pod. Give us five stars so that we can get the word out, gain momentum, and push up the rating so we can help as many coaches as we can hone their craft. And if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or ideas, email me at a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. Coach Weeks, how are you doing this fine Sunday morning? Another one of our early riser 8 a.m. podcasts here. How's everything going in Gage County?
1: Going, it's going great. I appreciate you having me on here. So looking forward to, to uh, learn some things from you and, and uh, talking about how things are going.
0: Well, you know, uh, it's, it's uh, a wide, I like to bring on, as many different folks as I can and you're a younger coach and it's good for younger coaches to hear younger coaches perspectives and for older coaches to hear younger coaches and for younger coaches to hear older coaches so I'm looking forward to our conversation here so should be a good one.
1: Absolutely. Um, Yep, sounds great.
0: Well let's get going here with it. Um, You uh, of course you know for folks familiar with Nebraska know that you come from a a coaching family, uh, but for the folks that don't know anything about you, give the opportunity to kind of introduce yourself, give your background, and and how you ended up back up at your alma mater of Beatrice High School.
1: Yeah, um, I graduated from uh, Beatrice in uh, 2014. Um, got a chance to play in a um, state championship game as a senior. Um, ended up losing to Omaha Scott that year. Um, then i went to uh i went to doan uh for a couple years where where my dad was um he, my dad was at beatrice when i was a, a freshman and and uh uh sophomore and then he went to went to doan after my sophomore year so got to got to be with him and and actually my my older brother jackson um he was helping out my dad in auburn he he was uh my jv coach at doan so uh, you know, you think it's it's kind of hard playing for a for a parent sometimes. You know, <laughs> imagine playing for your older brother. That, that could we had some battles, but it, it was a lot of fun, and, and uh, we both learned a lot. Um, and then uh, then I actually started my coaching career um, as an assistant coach in Crete. Um, Isaiah Dell was the head coach there, mm-hmm. um, and did did uh, did two years two years at Crete and then um, got the head coaching job um, in Beatrice here. And then this is this is, will be my third year um, at Beatrice. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure, sure learning a lot every day. Um, it's, it's been fun to be able to be a head coach uh, pretty early. And, you know, if, if you have the chance, I think, to, to be a head coach and, and uh, you know, you're, you're comfortable enough and you have some good – some good help, some good assistance, some good um, guys around you. You know that can help you from behind the scenes. I think it's I think it's a pretty good pretty good deal to be able to start being a head coach because you know I, I thought I knew quite a bit at being an assistant and then you you become a head coach and it's a it's a whole different ball game. So, um, but it's it's been fun. I've I've learned a lot and and uh, you know our girls are doing a really good job here this year and. Mm-hmm. Hope we can keep working.
0: You and I, uh, you know, I'm a lot older than you. But one thing we do have in common is we became head coaches at a very young age. My first year as a head coach, I was, I was just married. I, I think I was 24. I think you were 24 when you took over the Beatrice gig. 24, or 25.
1: I was 23. 23. Yeah, 23. Wow! Wow! Yep.
0: God, you're making me feel yeah. like an old man then in that regard so <laughs> uh, but uh you know i i uh you know i always kind of knew i wanted to coach going back to when i was probably i don't know 10 11 12 years old uh at what age did you realize that that you wanted to to be a coach and, and do the same thing that your dad's done for forever uh
1: you know i was i was really young i, I don't know the exact age um you know I mean since I was a kindergartner I think uh, dad would would haul me around going scouting with him and and uh, you know go to some practices and just I just really loved it and and uh, ever since I can remember that's what I was gonna do so mm-hmm
0: what I'm sorry go ahead oh no go ahead oh, okay um, with uh, with your dad being as successful as he as he has been um, what are some things that he talked to you about as you started to step into your profession and conversations that he's had maybe with your brother as well? Uh, just preparing you for potentially stepping into this career. What are some, some, some words of advice or um, you know maybe tips about organization or, or, or things like that? What conversations did you guys have as you inched your way uh, towards uh, being being in the state or being in the position that you're at now.
1: Uh, you know, one big thing is is uh, you know he said that uh, you got to allow your, yourself to fail a lot um, mm-hmm. and learn from that. Um, you know, being a being a young head coach, you're, there's going to be numerous times, and, and I've already went through them where you think you got you know a scout down or or you know. This, is, this offense is going to work, and it just it blows up in your face. And, uh, you know, that's going to happen a lot. And, and uh, you know, try a lot of different things and, and figure out what, what you're good at, what you're good at teaching, and, you know, how you think you, you want your program to, to, uh, to play. Um, so I'd say that would be a big thing. And, uh, you know, the other big thing I would say is, is uh, to hold your, your um, players accountable, your assistant coaches accountable, um, you know, if, if you're not telling them what you want out of them, um, if you're just there to be everybody's friend then you know, you, you may not have a lot of success or as much as, as you want. So you got to really do a good job of outlining, outlining what, uh, what you expect from, from your assistant coaches and, and, uh, your players and, uh, make sure you hold them accountable, uh, to that.
0: Mm-hmm. What were uh, what were some of your unexpected challenges? Like, uh, I, I think that you can you can study the game, you can study the theories, you can look at uh, do I want to run the Princeton offense or the Triangle offense, or I want to do this defensively. All these other things. Uh, but what were some of the unexpected challenges? Uh, the things that kind of crossed your plate? Like, man, I never thought I'd have to deal with X or Y or Z. Uh, you know going yeah. through it
1: well you know i think i think there's a lot of times where um whatever you're implementing in in, in practice whether it's you know an offense or or a special or something like that um you know you got to be a lot of times and i think a lot of times with girls you got to be really detailed and over explain things and uh, make sure you know you you might Spend more time in a, in a drill or going through something in practice than you had on your practice plan. Um, so you just got to do a really good job of communicating and uh, doing a really good job of teaching. Um, you know, it's sometimes there's some some uh, some things we've done in practice where we thought our girls would have it down right away, and, it, mm-hmm. and you know, we, it took us 30 minutes to do <laughs> uh, instead of 10 and then there's some times where you think we are be on a drill for an hour and they get it picked up in 20 minutes or something like that. So, um, just that, just that balancing time, um, you know, figuring out, okay, this might be kind of hard for, for some people to understand. Um, you know, that would be a, would be a big one for me. Mm Um, you know, and then, and then I think, uh, kind of the administrative duties, you know, and, and I knew that, going in and being a head coach you know a lot of coaches that i've talked to said the administrative duties as a head coach it, be really good at delegating that stuff because that can kind of be a pain sometimes mm-hmm. and uh you know that 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 has been um, a lot of things that i've learned too so mm-hmm. um that it's re- really nice when you can delegate that uh, administrative stuff because i'm i'm really not very good at being organized with it and, and uh you know, so I, I got to have some assistant coaches help me with some of that
0: stuff. Yeah, I, I think that is, um, that's one of the things that you get caught up in, especially as a, as a mm-hmm. younger coach, where I feel like I have to do this because I'm the guy in charge. And, and you know, one of the things that I took from, I think it was Mike Neighbors, um, if it doesn't involve winning, then I'm going to delegate it to somebody else. And... And that was, yep. that's kind of the mantra that I've tried to live by here in, in my new job is, if it doesn't involve winning, it's going to be one of my assistant coaches taking care of this, that, or the other thing.
1: Yep, you know, and uh, actually, I, I think I've heard heard you say that, that on these, these podcasts uh, before. So I've actually taken that approach a little bit this year and try to make sure that um, if it doesn't involve winning, I'm going to delegate it. So. I'll tell you what. That's one thing I, I took from this podcast, and I'm, that I'm working on this year. So,
0: um, so that's been good. Well, thanks, Coach. Man, now, now you're making me feel smarter than I am. That that whole that whole two point two point eight GPA at uh, Briarcliff College is is a uh, little inflated now. Maybe it's up to a three 0 after that one. So, so there you go. There you go. But by the way, it's okay for a Briarcliff guy to talk to a Doan guy on this podcast as well. So oh yeah, we'll, we'll let bygones be bygones absolutely <laughs> <laughs> um what uh you know you go back to your alma mater it's it's tough being a head coach it's tough being a first time head coach like you said the, the the learning curve is is steep uh but but then you go back to your alma mater where you know 6 years before this you were a student walking the hallways um you know what was uh what was that process like was uh, was there uh uh you know Hey, welcome back, or man, why are you back? Type of thing, you know. Uh, yeah. it, was it a little weird yeah. uh, sitting in the uh, faculty lounge uh, with with teachers that were grading you five years before that, and and now you're you're swapping yeah. war stories in the in the faculty lounge? Uh, what's yeah. what's that like yeah. uh, coming coming back home in that regard as well?
1: Yeah, you know, it, it, it's kind of different that first year um, seeing everybody. Um, uh, I, I think every, all the, all the staff at, uh, Beatrice, they've all been great to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, nobody's treated me like, like I was a student when I came back to, to coach here. Um, you know, I, I think really the, the weirdest thing maybe, um, was actually, um, my first year at Beatrice, we didn't have any seniors. Mm-hmm. So we had all juniors and, and, and underclassmen. Um, and my, I have a younger brother Callahan, who's uh, now a freshman at UNL, but was in that same grade, and uh, you know went to school when uh, when my parents lived in Beatrice. Went to school with a lot of these a lot of these girls. I was going to be coaching now,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, so it's kind of funny that that they they all think I was oh that's just Callahan's brother, and um, <laughs> you know I'm still I'm still trying to get try, still trying to get our high school girls to call me Coach Weeks. Everybody just calls me Jalen because uh-huh. that's they're just that's just what they know me as. So, yeah. uh, but it's been that, that first year was, was, uh, you know, kind of different going in the halls of the school and, and, uh, you know, talking to the staff, but, but everybody's treated me great since I've been there. And, and, uh, you know, I don't think there's been any major issues, mm-hmm. um, with that.
0: Nope. So nobody tried to give you a detention for walking in the halls in the middle of the classes during your free period or anything like that, or? Nothing. No,
1: no, <laughs> not,
0: none of that, none of that stuff yet, so. <laughs> um, you know, last year, you, you like you said, you, your first year, what, what was some of the biggest lessons that you took from your first year into your second year? Um, and, and I want to talk about your, your second year here as, as we move forward here, but you, you have the first year, you have no seniors, uh, you got a talented group of juniors, you, you finished just a smidge under five hundred, but you got better as the season went along. Um you know, I coached against a lot of those kids mm-hmm. when I was at Scott, Um and so I was very familiar with your roster. Um mm-hmm. but but you know, what adjustments did you make from year one to year two to set you up for the run that you had for year two?
1: Yeah, you know, year one was uh was kinda interesting. Uh we had I mean, we I think our, our biggest loss we had all year was in the district finals, um, against Waverly, and I think that was like 12 or 14. Mm-hmm. We had a lot, a lot of, uh, close games and close. And, uh, you know, we were nine and 12 that year. So a lot of those, um, we lost. So, um, we, we kind of went back to the drawing boards, our staff, and, and really just found ways to just get a few extra points, a few extra possessions. Um, I think, I think, uh, that first year we played really slow and, um, uh, really try to be sure with the ball and, and wait till it gets shot. And, and, uh, you know, for those that are, who are listening, that, that probably sounds familiar where I got that idea from. <laughs> um, but, but that's, that was kind of our, kind of what we wanted to look at, um, our first year. And then when, when, when we were done with that season, um, we tried to really figure out some different ways to, to gain some more possessions for us and, and, uh, you know, try to, and try to figure out how to win some of those some of those close uh, games we had. We, we really tried to work a lot on situations. Um, and, you know, it was nice because we had the same team going into year two. So um, we didn't have to put a whole bunch of new stuff in. We kind of knew what we were going to um, be running and, you know, how we were going to play. So it was, that was kind of just some fine-tuning. So mm-hmm. we could work on some other things and, and, you know, look at some of those situations and, and really try to get good at
0: those. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what what uh, were you looking at, like, out-of-bounds plays? Were you looking at uh, maybe, you know, picking up the pace? And, and like you said, you know, you kind of uh, yep. made the decision yep. to slow it, slow it down a little bit your first year. Uh, was it picking up pace? What, what were those specific areas that you were looking at, you know, just to help our listeners out, where you were able to pick yep. up those points? Uh, where, you know, a lot of us are, you know, we're either, you know, great coaches are made by winning close games, and a lot of times close games are won mm-hmm. by, by, you know, obviously they're won by your players, you know. Uh, but, yep. but what what positions did you conscientiously look at to say, here's where we can pick up two or three points a game here and two or three points a game here, and if we do that, you know, we're going to be in a lot better shape?
1: Yeah. You know, I think uh, one big area was uh, was our, our transition – offense. Um we when we get a defensive rebound we really looked at um trying to push it. Um, you know, most of the girls on the floor for us that second year, um, other than a couple, you know, if they got a defensive rebound, we wanted them to push um and, and see if they could get something. So we worked a lot on that. We also um had some more some pressure, full court pressure on defense. Um we had some different options we did um, um, we used as a press, um, and, and I think that first year we, we hardly you know pressed unless it was late and we needed to make mm-hmm. a play. But uh, um, you know some of those things. I think we really nailed uh, our offense down a little bit. We kind of that first year we were experimenting with some different things mm-hmm. um, throughout the year, and uh, you know we had some we had some good athletes uh, for guards. Um, so one big thing is is um, we we just had our, our post girl um stay on the opposite block in our main offense and that allowed for our, our guards to get some more driving lanes and, and some some dump downs if that if that post came and, and helped up. So um that I think that really helped us. Um and then a big thing too I think is is really just working on having our girls um getting a stance and not be standing up. Um, you know that drives me nuts uh, when our girls are are not um, don't have don't have their knees bent, you know, and their butt down. they uh, a lot of times I think girls want to catch it and stand with the ball, and mm-hmm. uh, you know as we worked on that, that kind of limited our turnovers. And um, you know, I think that first year we had a lot of live uh, live ball turnovers, mm-hmm. um, so I think that really helped us. Um, As well, so some some, some things in those areas, uh, I think, really helped set up our run for that second year. Mm -hmm.
0: So your second year, um, you make you make the run all the way to state championship game. Um, You know, and and you'd been there as a player. Um, You you know, you're you know, just the the boys program in Beatrice has been highly successful for a long long time. Uh, but it's a whole different thing going through it as a coach. Um, you know, what, what was the, what was the ride like? And, um, what was, uh, what were the, the lessons learned? Uh, you know, you know, when, if slash when, and I'm going to put more emphasis on when Mm -hmm. than if You, you make another run like that again, uh, what did you, what did you learn from that, um, you know, going through it, and 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 what adjustments would you make going through it again? Um, you know, so that maybe you would just, you know, do do things a little bit better and put your kids in in the best situation possible. And I and I and I think that I think you guys did a great job. I mean, obviously, I watched every game that you played at the state tournament last year, and uh, you know, you know, Crete was probably just better than you guys. They were probably better than everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't mm-hmm. for lack of you know getting beat because they were just you know more talented or anything like or, or it wasn't it wasn't your out coach it's just they had the best player they had a nice supporting cast and you know th- they were yep. not going to be denied so I don't mean that in a in, in like a negative connotation yep. or anything like that but uh sure. you know what what, yep. what were your lessons what were your lessons learned and 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 what was what was it like going through that process as a young coach making it to a, a state championship game at, at, a, at a young age?
1: Um, you know, I think, I think the, uh, the, the first thing would be uh, how, much, how much time to spend on that first opponent. Um, mm-hmm. What we did uh, is we had our coaches take, um, you know, they would, they would have a team um, that would have made to state. And, uh, you know, you, we had that long break in between that district final game, that first round state tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really tried to do, do a good job. Of making sure we kind of knew um, what, or have a have a pretty good idea on what uh, any any team was going to do. Um, now it was it was uh, kind of easier with with Crete. We knew what Crete was going to do. That was going to be the third time we played them. Yeah,
0: and you, you know, were you we saw you, you beat them. You were the only team that beat them, right?
1: Yep. yep. Yeah, we beat them in the uh, uh, sub district final. Yep. Um, but you know, so and then. Uh, Northwest, you know, we, we didn't have to spend so much time on them because we just played. That was our last regular season game. We are kind of, you know, they, they they pretty much have had the same team, you know, the last couple years, mm-hmm. um, you know, with Whitney Brown, Suttles, mm-hmm. um, Hauser and those girls. Um, we, we thought we knew how they were really going to play. Um, so we didn't have to spend as much time as on those guys. um, um preparing uh, you know watching scouting for them and and that stuff but you know I think I think if I would do it again I'd really um and I think we were prepared but I think we should have spent some more time on that first game Mm -hmm. and just really been focused on that instead of trying to trying to do everything if Mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah um but but uh you know I think I think that first game since, since we have a Big break in between um, that district final and the first round of game. I think that gives a lot of teams to, to time to watch a lot of film and prepare. And mm-hmm. and that that first round game, a lot of times, it's, it's going to be a battle. So yeah, um, so so I think I think that's something that uh, you know we'll try to do a lot better for for the next time we're there. And and um, you know that that state championship game, um, yeah, they you know Morgan Molly was was a stud and uh you know they they deserved to win that game and yeah and uh you you know those those were the girls that I coached at Crete when I was assistant so it it was it was it was kind of fun to play against them yeah but also it wasn't very fun to play against them (laughs) because of the talent they had so yeah um, but that's kind of what that's kind of what I would say on 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 that question
0: yeah
1: Um, but it was fun ride and and uh you know definitely learned learned a lot and really proud of our girls for that run.
0: How hard did you sleep on Sunday?
1: Oh, man. I I, I slept really good. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because I, I, I had not slept hardly any hours um, yeah. days leading up. And then uh, the next few days when I watched the state title film, then I didn't sleep again. I was thinking, <laughs> Why would we do that? Why didn't we do that? Uh, but, yeah. but uh, yeah, it was. It was a fun ride. Yeah, fun ride. So we can't wait to get back there again and and uh, try to try to get that sucker done.
0: Yeah. Well, I I, I think you will, coach. I, I, I think you will. I think you're in a you're in a good community uh, that that supports athletics. You're you're kind of in that perfect class B sized community you um, you're always gonna have pretty good numbers uh, you're but you're you're far enough away from uh, a Lincoln or an Omaha where you don't have a lot of um, outside influences I guess I'll leave it at, at that um, with like sure, club sure. activities and things like that so um you know, yep. I, and, and and you guys have always had good athletes down there at Beatrice, and, and and like I said, it's not a matter of if you're in that situation again; it's it's when you're in that situation again. I'm very confident yeah. in that. So, uh, yeah, well, I appreciate that. Appreciate you know. that. So, well, no. let's uh uh let's move forward here. First of all, let's talk about TeachHoops.com. Want to have the opportunity to have a hands-on mentor to help you hone your craft as a basketball coach? Look no further than TeachHoops.com, a place where coaches can go to get better. Coach Steve Collins out of Madison, Wisconsin, shares his three decades of coaching knowledge with his subscribers through resources like podcasts, one-on-one mentoring sessions, and much more with teachhoops.com. Go to teachhoops.com backslash A-P-A-A-N, that's a pen and a napkin, where subscriptions start at $34.99 a month. When you sign up, you get a 14-day free trial, so combine teachhoops.com with a pen and a napkin to help make you the best coach that you can be. Coach, we're going to transition here to the second half of the podcast here. You've listened to some of these here, so you know what's coming next. It's the Don Meyer quote of the day, the GOAT Don Meyer. And uh, as always, uh, I'll, I'll give my, my guest an opportunity to, to reflect or comment on the Don Meyer quote of the day. The Don Meyer quote of the day is, Great people talk about ideas. Average people talk about things. Small people talk about other people.
1: Wayne, Coach, I think that's a, I think that's a great quote. Um, you know, I think, I think that's kind of some some things we try to talk to our girls about. You know, is is uh, we got to make sure you know we're we're heads in the right place. We're 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 talking about our goals and, and the process of of uh, achieving those goals and and not about you know kind of those other things that really aren't going to help you win. So that's a, I think that's a good one
0: yeah yeah well you know it's 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 uh it's pretty easy to get a Don Meyer quote of the day every week because there's so many good of uh good ones and and it's just uh easy to plug and and so relatable to to every single level of basketball and so um yeah i mean that's uh you know that's that's why we do it that's why we put it on here every week so um coach let's get into your philosophy here um you want to talk? Uh, you want to talk half court defense, or you want to talk half court offense first?
1: We can we can start on some defense.
0: Okay, all right. Uh, let's let's get into your uh, half court defensive philosophy, uh, specifically your man to man philosophy. What you teach it? How, uh, what you teach? How you teach it? Uh, at this point, this is kind of the part where I try to sit back and listen, and, and I'll maybe throw in a couple of questions here as we move. But but I'm going to let. Coach Weeks, cook here for a little while. So, uh, coach, just jump in and 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 let it rip on your on your man to man defensive philosophy.
1: Okay. Um, well, I think the biggest thing we, we teach and spend probably a lot of time on is is actually our on ball defense. Um, you know, we're, we're just trying to really make sure our goal our uh, our uh, players can can start. Can play defense really solid, um, and then we can, once we get that down, we can kind of adjust and and uh, maybe do tweak some different things uh, depending on um, our opponent's tendencies. But uh, our on-ball defense, our whole whole um, philosophy is just to keep your girl in front of you. Um, you know, we we break down our on-ball defense where um, you got your feet square, um, so you don't have a lead foot. Um, so they can't. So that uh, ball handler can't attack your lead foot. Now, we, if they're uh, like all right hand, then we might just slide over to shade to that right side. Um, but we want to keep our feet square. Um, we want to keep our head below our defenders. Stay in a, or our, uh, the ball handlers. Uh, we want to stay in a stance. Um, I think that that causes us issues. Um, getting tired and, and uh, standing up and, and not being in a stance. Um, we want to make sure that uh, we are staring at their belly button. And, uh, you know, if you're looking at the ball in and, and their head, you know, they can use some head fakes and some pass fakes and drive fakes. Um, so we just want to be watching and focusing on their, on their hips and belly area. Um, you know, we want to have our hands active. And, and the final thing is, is, is we call it a push step is, uh, when, when they attack, you know, we want to make sure we're not, it's not a defensive shuffle, defensive slide. It's, it's like a sideways jump, um, you know, so we can stay in front of them and build a wall. So they're not getting close to the rim. Um, so that's kind of our philosophy on, on, on ball defense. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, we spend a lot of time, um, in practice with shell drill, um, you know, to get that defensive positioning um, off ball, um, to get that stuff down. Um, you know, the way we do shell drill is, is once we once we break it down and get our positioning right, um, we'll go. We'll split up three teams, and, and uh, they gotta they gotta get three stops in a row on defense to get out. So sometimes if we're not if we're not playing well, um, you know, a team might be in there for forty five minutes. Um, so, we we spend a lot of time on that, and and that's something that uh, that we really think is important. I think uh, last year we're, our defensive point average was, I think like like uh, thirty four mm-hmm. points per game somewhere in there. And I think that was our school record. So that's that's something we kind of hang our hats on and, and try to do a really good job on. Mm-hmm. Um, what questions do you have on that stuff? I guess um, that would be well. God, kind of my yeah, breakdown.
0: We we could talk. I'm I'm a shell drill nerd. Um, I, I could go mm-hmm. on. There. We could we could spend. We would we would bore people to death probably with shell drill discussion here, coach. But uh, yeah, sure, uh, sure. but uh You know, let's let's talk about closeouts. What are some ways you talked about your technique on your closeouts? What are some things that you do, uh, drill wise, to it? Because I think that's so vitally important to Mm -hmm. to have great that's where your your half court defense starts at is is in your closeout because if you don't stop the ball it doesn't matter uh so so what are some things that you do to break down the closeout and maybe you know a couple of closeout drills that you guys use to get the process started in your half court d
1: you know uh really break it down we kind of start with uh like uh Two girls on offense, kind of in the, the wing slot area, and then two girls on defense start on the baseline. Um, just, I think, it's pretty basic. Coach throws it out to one of these girls. One's got to close out. Um, the girl that catches the ball looks to use two hard dribbles, see if they can get the rim. we got to make sure we push steps, stay in front. And then that other girl on defense is going to be in health position. And uh, if we stop them, uh, then they'll reverse it to that other girl. We'll close, have a closeout there, get back in help side um, for that girl off ball, and uh, we'll kind of go through that for um, for a while. Make sure usually we'll go like you got to get two stops in a row to get out of that. Um, so we we just we like to do a lot of competition with some of those drills and mm-hmm. and uh, you know not not make it easy for our girls and say say you guys we got to find a way to get stops so. Um, we'll do that. And then we'll also do one where we kind of tie it into a rebounding. Um, We'll call it three team rebounding uh, where we'll have four girls on offense, four girls on defense. Um, Defense will start on the baseline, throw it out to a girl. We got to start with the closeout. And then um, we do three stops in a row to get out of that drill. Mm -hmm. And our point system is, is uh, if, if, the offensive team if they make it uh, make the three goes down to zero so it makes us close out hard but they can drive it too so we got to make sure we're staying on balance and, and getting a push up um, and not letting that girl go by us um, and then once the shot goes up we try to tie in our rebound with that too so um, any offensive rebounds we'll just go back to defense we'll go back to zero and and uh, you know we'll, we'll keep them in there and, and sometimes, Sometimes we spend a little bit too much on that drill because some girls can't get some rebounds or, or some stops. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what we do with closeouts. Um, just try to be really solid. Uh, you know, stay on our feet, chop our feet so they they can't go by us. Um, that whole philosophy of of just keeping our girl in front of you the whole time is kind of is kind of what we preach um, with that girl on on the closeout. So um, so yeah. Uh
0: huh. What are uh, you, you reference the the concept of the kill? Uh, do you guys keep track of that in your in your games? Uh, you, you come back, hey, you know we've got a goal to get six or seven kills a game. Well, hey, this 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 game we only got four kills. We we got to do better. Is that, is that something you track and share with your kids as well?
1: Yeah, we do that a little bit. Um, we definitely discuss it as coaches. Probably more than we we probably should do a better job of. of uh, going through that and and telling our girls, this is when we got um, three stops in a row and and uh, you know and that stuff. We actually uh, this year too, um, we we've, we've really tried to implement that when we're um, going on scout team and when, when uh, we're defending our opponent's actions. Um, you know, we're trying to get we'll try to get three stops in a row and then do some subbing and mm-hmm. then um, instead of just randomly throwing some different girls in there and subbing. Um so, so it's so it's competition and and they're they have a reason, you know, to to be working on their defense, staying in a stance instead of okay, we're gonna do this drill for twenty minutes and we're gonna move on. We're gonna do this mm-hmm. drill for fifteen minutes and move on. So mm-hmm. uh we're trying to do make sure all of our defensive drills, um there's a winner or loser and uh, we're doing a lot of competition with it.
0: Yeah. What are so, some other options that you do in your show? Other than like like I said, the, the the three kills is there is there like a timed one yep. maybe sometimes or uh, yeah so you know different different scoring so, uh, systems yeah. that type of thing
1: yeah well what, what another thing we'll do um, so it doesn't doesn't take as long is uh, you know we'll we'll give them a certain amount because everybody gets uh, ten possessions on defense and uh, we'll just see wh- which which team gets uh, the most stops out of those ten possessions. Mm -hmm. Um, that kind of speeds it up a little bit so we can, if we have to move on and and work on some other things that day, um, and then, but, but we'll spend the first, first, uh, week, we'll just really do a good job of our positioning and not so much. Okay. We're going to, we're going to keep track of our stops. We're, we're just kind of making sure we're in the girls are in the right position. Um, we'll have some different cutting patterns for the offense to do to make sure we're jumping to the ball and and getting to the middle um, when we're off ball and and some of that stuff. So, uh, you know, there's definitely some other ways, um, you know, for us to compete in those drills besides um, three stops in a row so we can kind of make that a little faster and move on with something else in practice.
0: Yeah. And if anyone is interested, uh, I did a Foundation Friday Last week, I can't. It, I did three in one day, and one of those, I forget, forget which number it was. It was 52, 53, or 54, but it was all about shell drill defensive options, so I'm going to put a little plug in for Foundation Friday, and I threw a bunch of options out there uh, on that, so coaches, if you want to go check that out, that's another good place to go there, so... Well, if you're, if you're trying to score against the half, or if you're trying to get stops against the half court, you also have to try to figure out how to get uh, some scores against the half court defense, and and uh, I, I know you guys uh, are, are really crisp in your offensive execution and, and your half court philosophy there, so let's jump onto the other side of the ball here, Coach, and, and what are you looking to do uh, five on five? Uh, with the basketball as opposed to guarding the basketball. And maybe if you'd be willing to share a, a special or two uh, that, that you guys run and, and what you're looking to do uh, schematically and philosophically um, in that regard. So, again, you go ahead and let yeah. it rip here, and, and I'll chime in when I feel like it's appropriate. Yeah,
1: so, uh, you know, we're just trying to get some paint touches. However, however our offense, you know, Allows us to, um, you know, whether we're in a four-out, one-in, with our post on the strong block the whole time, um, you know, we're trying to get some, some paint touches there and some kickouts or, or some quick reversal drive, drive to the rim before the post gets over. Um, and then last year, that's, that's when we kind of had our, our post uh, stay on the backside block a lot. Um, And that was some more of a dribble drive offense. We had some guards that really could get it. uh, Did a good job of of reversing it and getting by their girl and getting into the paint. Um, So, however, however, uh, we can do that. We we try to make sure uh, we we can get we can get uh, the ball in the paint. And if it's not there right away, we call it three sides. So we need to get the ball to one corner, get it to the other corner, get it back to the the first corner. We call that three sides. Um, and a lot of times you can can get three sides, uh, by that time, a lot of defenses, um, get tired and and start to stand up or or get out of a stance or not get all the way to uh, the middle of the rim if, if they're in backside help. So, um, we, we may be pay, a little more patient than some teams um, you know with our with our offense I guess and and um, you know a special I guess that we that we run um, let's see here if we if we have one um, where we have the post let's see if I can Say this so so everybody knows here on this podcast. We got. Well, I'm uh, going to we'll draw it, up it while you're like,
0: describing it, and we'll 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 know okay. if, if we got it or not. So go ahead, coach.
1: Okay, so you got one, the point guard, top the key. You got like the four on the right uh, elbow. You got the five on the other elbow, and then like uh, you put like a, your two on the right block, and your three on the left block. And then so how how we start it is the four is going to ball screen for the one to go to the right elbow um, or or the right wing. The two is going to, as that's happening, the two is going to set a screen for the five to come down to the block. Okay. Uh Does that make sense so far? Yep. Yep. Okay. And then, uh, so you'll have, you'll have the one on the right wing, you'll have the five on the block, the four's kind of kind of at the top of the key after that ball screen. The two is at the uh, left elbow. So if you have it, if you got to look there at the five, great. If not, the four can set a down screen for the two to the top of the key. We can reverse it. Then that three that's on the left block can pop to the left um, wing. Mm-hmm. We can reverse it to the three. We can reverse it to the three, and then that four should be around the uh the left elbow and then so that once the three has it the four can go set a screen for the five on the right block to come over to that strong side block um that just that just gives us a look for the five down down on the right block for the first option Mm -hmm. and if the two gets open the two gets open at the top of the key we have a look there and if not we got another screen for the Five coming to the other block,
0: mm-hmm.
1: if that makes sense. I got it. So I got uh, it. So that's one that we liked. Uh, and and I tell you, um, my one of my dad's assistants um, back back when he was at Beatrice, his name's Dick Stewart. Um, his his sons in uh, graduated with me at Beatrice, and and Coach Stewart was kind of our he was our uh, coach and sports grade – so we were seniors, and and that's something he put in for us at a young age, and and uh, that's kind of his favorite play. So we uh, we've, we've uh, repped that a lot over the years.
0: Yeah. So yeah, you just just call it Coach Stewart. Just that's that's his yeah, play. call
1: it Stu. You just call yep. it Stu. Yep.
0: Yeah. You you were yep. uh, you were yep. talking about patience. Um, and, and what did you call it again? Side to side or three. Uh, Dries- we call that three sides. Three sides. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. You know. Again, referring Don Meyer, he call he would call that like a, a seventy three possession, seven passes, three reversals, and and okay. and I think uh, it's just so important. And again, uh, I wish we had a shot clock. I mean, I I think it would be mm-hmm. better for high school basketball if we had the shot clock. Uh, but as long as we don't, uh, one of the things that I tell our kids is, hey, let's be patient. And let's get the shot we want every possession. And if if we're going to be 5-on-5, most teams are going to guard for one, maybe two reversals. But once you get into that third reversal, that's when a lot of teams start to lose their will to uh, defend at a high level. And if you can be strong with the ball, if you can rip the ball, if you step to every pass, more than likely you're going to get a great look and and, that, and then it's up to you to knock it down, whether that's a jump shot or a layup or whatever it may be. Um, is, is that something similar to what you're preaching to your kids as well?
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, if we can make sure we're sure with the ball and not having turnovers and just, you know, waiting for the game to kind of come to you, and, and uh, you know, something will be open eventually. So mm-hmm. um, as long as we're executing it right, you know, we feel comfortable that, We'll have something here, you know, come up eventually.
0: Yeah. So. Yep. Awesome. Good stuff, Coach. Very good stuff. Let's get into your scouting philosophy. And so we're going to take you're going to take we're going to take your half court offense with your half court defense, and we're going to jump it together. And and when you're getting ready to play school X Y or Z, uh, what are you looking for? How many films are you watching? Uh, you know, I mean, postseason's a totally different beast. But let's say we're in. In early to mid January, um, so forth and so on. Uh, what are you looking for in your scout? How are you narrowing it down for your kids? How are you presenting it to your kids? Uh, just what do you guys do uh, to get prepared for ball games?
1: Yeah, you know uh, that's something that uh, that uh, I've kind of played around with here. You know, last three years, we our first scouting report um, or our scout template that we used our first year looks kind of different than what we're using now. Mm -hmm. So we've, we've kind of tried to add or take some things out, um, throughout the years to really just make sure it's, it's, uh, it's really good and the girls can understand it. Um, and there's not so much reading on there that they're like, uh, yeah, we're not going to really read this. So, (laughs) um, just try to really break it down so they understand what's going on. Um, as far as, uh, as far as film goes, I may watch. What's, what's, a, what's uh, on your scouting template?
0: What, let's, let's, let's start there.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, well, first of all, we just have it broken down by uh, player personnel. So we'll have it. they five starters. Um, you know, what are they a right driver, uh, a left driver? Are they a good shooter? Um, and then one thing we, we did with that this year is we kind of gave them a rating um, based on Okay, the rating overall as a player, one through 10, 10 being the best. Morgan Molly was a ten for us last year. Mm-hmm. Um, to give you an example, um, and then we we, we haven't broken down. You probably down could have given by, her
0: like a twelve or a thirteen, and you'd have been all right, Coach. Yep. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think so. I, you know, I think we talked about her enough at practice. Our girls had an idea. She was she was pretty good. So, um, <laughs> but but yeah, she was she was definitely a, a ten to say to say the least. But. And then uh, after we give them a rating on overall, we give a rating on their three point shooting, a rating on their driving, a rating on their finishing, and a rating on their sureness. You know, if they have a lot of turnovers, they will, you know they they won't have a great sureness rating. So, mm-hmm. and then we 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 have um, our assistant coach Hunter Zabinski kind of. He's an actuary and uh, he's really good with Microsoft Excel and mm-hmm. I'm not so he kind of puts it together but somehow he, he makes it so when he types in this rating there's like a bar graph that will like fill up so if it's 10 the bar graph fills all the way up. If it's a five it's halfway you know so we try to we've tried to really give our girls like more of a visual um, visual uh, clue. Uh-huh. Instead of you know, just writing she's a five, she's a ten. So
0: yeah,
1: um, we have that on there. and then, and then in there, by the players, we also just have some extra notes, some bullets. so one might be really good finisher, number one option, um, can't leave her. she's a really good three point shooter. Um, just some just some basic uh, points that we think are important for our girls to know. so, uh-huh. That's kind of what we do um, for the player personnel. And then we also have a section where it is, um, okay, this is what this team runs on offense. This is kind of what they like to like to show. This is what uh, they're trying to get out of their offense. Um, so we have some bullet points with with that. Then we have a section for their defense. These are the defenses they've ran, um, you know, some bullet points on that, and then our we have usually three keys to win. So it might be protect the paint, one key, be sure with the ball, and make sure we're checking out. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, that's kind of how we do it um, uh, for a scattering port.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but, how how but do you today, guys? Uh... Uh, you know, what's the process? Obviously, you know, you're, you're, you're watching film you. you nobody can live scout right now, obviously because of COVID restrictions, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so, so how many, you know, like I said, let's say it's, it's, uh it's, it's early January, it's, it's January 5th and you're getting ready to play Crete. We'll just keep using Crete as an example here. Uh, you're welcome, John Larson for the program plug yeah. here. Uh, but uh, you know, how many how many films are you, are you trying to, to look at um, you know uh, do you uh, do you assign assistant coaches responsibilities within the film or you know hey you, you've got Crete or you're you know you're always looking at the offense you know Jimmy you look at the defense and, and you know that type of thing you know how do you guys how do you guys delegate those authority that authority and, 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 and put together your scouts in that regard with with using your
1: staff? Um, so so what we actually do is uh, we got we've, we've kind of tried some different things um, what works for us is um, we'll have we have about me and uh, a couple of our coaches that are really are kind of the ones that that do a lot of the scout um, and hunter he he's the one um, that will get his ideas, right kind of as a rough rough draft for the scouting report, mm-hmm. send it to um, send it to me and our other coach, see if we want to add or take anything out. Um, but us three, we're we're all watching some different films or the same films and, and kind of talking, um, emailing back and forth, talking at practice about what we should add and what we should which take what we should take out. Mm-hmm. So we we kind of we, we've tried to break it down. Okay. You got this team, you, this team, and, and just for us, um, that doesn't work as good for us. Um, and that's probably a little bit of my fault cause I'll just try to, uh, do everything. And, and, uh, so I'm comfortable going into the game. Um, but, but that's what works for us as far as films go. Um, you know, I, I think, I think we maybe watch, um, more films maybe than than some coaches would would uh, you know would say to watch. um I think you know, especially at the beginning of the year, I think we have film, I think from every game so far that we played, and I know it's everybody's only played three or four games, but uh, mm-hmm. you know basic, basically, we're watching the film so we can get you know a good enough idea. um, we feel comfortable that this these this is the stuff that these guys want to do. Uh, we're trying to get the films that um, that teams are playing man to man against our opponent. You know, since that's what we play. Um, but once we feel comfortable, then we'll, then we'll kind of, um, if we have time, watch some more films um, just to see if if we missed anything or or uh, you know some extra stats that that we may think are are important. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, so I, I don't. I don't know if that if I explain that good enough, but no, no, um, no. You it know, makes,
0: makes we, sense. Makes sense. We
1: were um, we re, we, re, we really try to you know watch as much film as we can. It's mm-hmm. kind of what we do.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, but. Well, yeah. I mean, you know the and with with huddle, it's it's so much easier uh, to you know send a request and boom, and you get something back, and there it is. You know, uh, you can mm-hmm. you can you know. Get a film in in ten minutes if, if you get the, if you get it mm-hmm. out uh, quick enough, you know, as as opposed to uh, dubbing a copy of a VHS and then putting it in the mail like it was when when I started. So um, so you know it's 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 all relative. It's all relative, and mm-hmm. and, and and I think with the advancement of the technology, uh, it it makes it so much easier to get yourself prepared uh, on a night in night out basis as well. Mm-hmm so absolutely well coach we got time for one more thing here um let's talk about let's talk about your off-season setup and and i kind of referred to it earlier for for folks not familiar with with your community uh beatrice is a town of about nine ten thousand ish people um and you don't have uh, any private schools around, so pretty much all your kids go to Beatrice Public Schools. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, but you're still sharing athletes uh, with, with other sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so what are you guys doing uh, in the off-season? How do you try to structure things, again, in a non-COVID world pandemic situation yeah, right uh, right you know yeah. w- what are your emphasis in the offseason what are you trying to get done how do you get that structured uh what are your expectations of your kids so forth and so on because uh, I think the offseason is is becoming more and more important every single year so
1: yep um what we do and and uh you know our our, our uh, girls coaches um do a really good job of of sharing athletes um, you know in the summertime uh, we kind of always had kind of these I think um, time slots um, throughout the last few years and it uh, works well for everybody um, but what we do is is uh, with our youth team with our youth girls 8th grade and under um, and actually we, we we've kind of changed this up um, to see you know what was working and, and what's not but We go with our uh, third graders and under um, during the summer. We'll go Monday through Friday. Um, We'll go with them for an hour um, from 8 to 9 in the morning and uh, work with them on on skills. That's just our open gym. Then we'll go – sorry, that's fourth grade and under. Then we'll go eighth grade and under – eighth grade through – what was that, fifth grade, fourth grade, um, that's that next difficult. hour after that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this, this was new this summer for, mm-hmm. for a month, but, uh, we do that, that crew, uh, for about an hour, 15 minutes, I think, and, uh, work on stuff in open gym. And that's, that's kind of, you know, more of a camp and more of skills. And then we'll let them play kind of at the end. Um, and then, when that time slots over we'll have open gym for our high school girls um for about an hour and a half and uh you know why while the younger kids are are uh have an open gym and that's when the weight room's open for for our high school girls to go do that and and uh they have i think volleyball um around that time time slot in the morning and then they'll come to basketball mm-hmm. so we do that uh, monday through friday in the summer um Friday, there's a lot of girls either at softball or some do AAU basketball, so Fridays, our high school girls will kind of just come in and whoever's in town and and do some shooting and and, uh, not so much playing, but usually those open gyms for our girls, uh, our high school girls are more um, five-on-five or four-on-four some stuff like that, Uh, maybe some shooting drills um, that they do, but uh, um, that's kind of how we set up open gym. Um, Then we have our our high school girls. We'll have uh, um, our summer league. We host a summer league um, on Wednesday nights in June, and uh, we this year we had a, a middle school team playing as well. Um, but we have that at, at our high school mm-hmm. for four, four Wednesdays in in uh, in June, um, and then we'll try to get to a couple team camps, um, you know, throughout throughout the summer as well. So. Um, and then, and then, uh, going back to our youth, uh, in July we have like a three on three league um, that we have with for kids. Kids in, in Beatrice, um, Coach Ribble, the boys' coach, and I uh, work on that together. Um, so we got some some girls and some boys um, playing three on three half court. Um, this summer we didn't get to do that because of uh, COVID, mm-hmm. but uh, that's that's something we like to do. Um, you know, with three-on-three, you get the, gir- the girls, you know, get some more touches. Everybody gets the ball a little bit more. And, mm-hmm. and uh, so we kind of like, like doing that. In the fall, usually we have our five-on-five youth clinic or uh, youth league. Um, so we, so in summer, we do three-on-three. Three. So that's, that's kind of what we do. Um, we also have a, a gym, rat, um, gym rat club uh, for, for our youth kids and our high school kids. And, um, we, our gym rat club is, is, and I think a lot of, a lot, a lot of teams do shots. I think you get a thousand, make a thousand shots. You get a t-shirt or something. And we used to do it with hours. You mm-hmm. get, you get a hundred hours in, in the summer, you get a t-shirt or whatever it is. This year we did a, a point system. because mm-hmm. uh, we were trying to really get kids, to, to come to leagues and come to open gym. So if you came to basketball camp, um, you get three points for every day. You came to basketball camp. If you come to, uh, open gym, I think you get like two points every day. You come to open gym. If you make 25 shots on your own, you get a point. If you play in a, uh, a league tournament game, you get a, you get a point or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and then we had different tiers with that. So if you had a hundred points, you got a, you got a t-shirt. If you had 200 points, you got, uh, some shorts, and if you got like 300 points, you got t-shirt, shorts, and a water bottle. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that was kind of that worked a little bit better for us instead of hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so me me being here for a head coach for three years, we're just trying to kind of see see what works, see what's not working, and and be okay with adjusting and and uh, you know figure out what what the best way to do things are. Yeah, so yeah. That's kind of how how we set up our summer.
0: Yeah, just a constant tweak, a constant tweak. But I, I like yep. I, I like some yep. of your ideas here, you know, with the three on three league there in town and mixing up the boys and the girls and and that type of thing. I think that's a you know for a for a smaller community, I think that's a great concept to throw out there to get the kids more touches to have them. You know, learn if informally. You know that it's it doesn't always have mm-hmm. to. You know, I, I think kids today forget that it doesn't always have to be five on five, and we don't have to run a system and mm-hmm. and, a, and and call. Mm-hmm. You know, you know different plays and all this. Sometimes you know just play, just play, and learn how to read a yep. defense and how to get open and and three on three and four on four half court are are great ways to do that. So um, we may see. Uh, another three-on-three league in a school with orange and black colors a smaller school north of Omaha (laughs) Uh, I'm going to bring that idea to our boys coach for next summer and and see what he thinks about that so I like that concept so
1: yeah yeah you know we're the the whole thing with our summers we just our coaching staff we just want to make it as fun as we can um, and still get stuff done obviously work Uh on your skills and stuff but you know, some of those leagues and stuff, we're just trying to get girls excited to play basketball and, and you know, want to, want to play for us when they get to high school. So, uh, we're hoping some of the three on three leagues and some stuff like that kind of get some girls excited to play.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, this is a lot of good stuff here this morning, coach. Uh, you know, uh, I got a, got a nice page full of, of notes here and, and, uh, yeah, just a lot of good things. And, and, uh, Really appreciate your time coming on. I hope you've enjoyed being on the podcast.
1: Yeah, I, I've had a blast. So thanks a lot, Marty, and thanks for doing this. I've, you know, for a young head coach, this this stuff is great for me to to listen to some other guys and and to see how they're doing stuff. So, um, you know, we're we're constantly learning here in Beatrice and and uh, trying to see what uh, what edges we can get on maybe some other teams and how to
0: get better well now that i don't have to coach against beatrice anymore i, I feel a little bit more comfortable <laughs> getting stuff away to beatrice so
1: uh, yeah there you go there you go
0: <laughs> so well uh coach hold the line here got to wrap up a couple things here uh but can't thank you enough for your time this morning and uh good luck the rest of the way
1: thank you you as well
0: yep Uh, Coach Jalen Weeks, the girls basketball coach at Beatrice High School, we want to thank him for coming on the podcast this morning. Uh, We want to thank COSAC Chiropractic, again, for being our founding sponsor. Uh, Again, if you're in need of any chiropractic services, don't hesitate to call Dr. Kevin or Dr. Heidi at 402-964-0300. Subscribe to teachoops.com. It's a great resource. I can't. It's it's a little bit of a financial commitment to it, but, folks, I can't recommend it enough. Go to teachoopscom backslash A-P-A-A-N. You get a 14-day free trial. If you don't like it, hey, that's all right. Walk away within 14 days. So, uh, But give Coach Collins a chance to help you out. Uh, again, teachoopscom backslash A-P-A-A-N. Follow us on Twitter. The handle is a pen and a napkin. Uh, Download, rate, review the podcast. Obviously, if you're listening, you're on SoundCloud or iTunes. So like, rate, review, give us five stars. Again, we want to help coaches hone their craft. And of course, if you have any any questions, comments, suggestions, or ideas, email me, a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. My name is Marty Plum. This has been Jalen Weeks, the head girls basketball coach at Beatrice High School. Coaches, as always, let's stay safe, let's pray for peace, and let's be sure to hone our craft one day at a time.